Today, I'm going to talk about guns and shit. Man, what's good with y'all out there, man? This is another episode of uh, The Gab. I got the best audience out there. Oh, yeah. I'm your lovely host, Kamal, a.k.a. Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic. And like I said, I got the best audience out there, so y'all know what to do. Hey, man. The kids are watching. We stay learning. I appreciate all y'all from the beautiful to the ugly to the in-betweeners. There's a lot of in-betweeners out there. Good God, it's a lot of in-betweeners out there. Jeez Louise. Woo! But yeah, man, for my tubers, though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But I do need to tell y'all to sub and share, like and comment. I'm going to say the same thing as these tubers say. Alright? For all potters out there, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and I'm on Apple Podcasts. Across all those platforms, all you gotta do is type in Kamal Johnson ENT or the Gab. Bam! And I'll pop right up. Alright, man. Like I said, today we gotta talk about gizons. Okay? And uh black people, they really getting the the increase of us getting straps is going the freak up. Legally, though, that's my main point. Legally, not illegally, legally, we buy, we buy more guns. We strapping up to protect ourselves. We see what's going on out there. We are not dumb, all right? Let me give you a couple, some, some numbers, though, you feel me? Between the years of 2019 and 2020, especially black women, so they buying straps and getting the training, getting the getting the the right way to properly use a strap. That increased by fifty eight percent. Fifty eight percent. I'm telling you, bro, we not we not stupid out here. We see how America going. We see how the landscape of stuff is going. And I know some people are like, man, I don't mess with guns, man, man. That that's great, like. Why would you bring that in your mindset? If you, you have a gun, you're more likely to use it. No, man. People out here trying to protect themselves, man. We saw what happened in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Black people getting massacred. Man, just think just think of one just one person out of that group had a gun. Might have been a different outcome. You feel me? But yeah, increase 58%. Legally, that's what I keep legally. Cause I know it's a goddamn perception that oh, black people only get guns illegally and shit like that. No, bro, we are not. White people be getting hella illegal guns. I ain't even gonna mention the name of a person that I know that I'm cool with or whatever. But bro, had you would have thought that nigga was trying to try out for Call of Duty. This white boy had all types of straps. Had no goddamn permit. None of them was legal. All came off the streets. Put that out there, man. And yeah, not only is it a great increase of us 
getting straps legally and stuff like that to protect ourselves. Keyword to protect ourselves. We're not buying people not buying guns out out there legally to be like, all right, I'm gonna buy this gun legally to go rob a liquor store, or to go rob a bank, or to go rob somebody, or to go murk somebody. They buying these things to protect themselves because it's getting wilder and wilder in the United States of America. Okay. And what's also happening is like certain certain laws and stuff is either being passed or upheld that's actually making it either easier to purchase a strap, firearm, whatever you want to call it. You feel me? And it's also putting pressure on certain states like New York and California. And California is where I reside in. And it's putting pressure on these states to change their laws. Certain things like, and I'm learning this myself too, feel me? I'm, as I'm telling y'all this, I'm learning this also, you know? Got the CCW. I know some of y'all are like, what the hell CCW? That, 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 sound, that sound like a wrestling league. No, dumbass. It means carry concealed weapon license. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you a dumbass. My bad. <laughs> it means carry concealed weapon license, you feel me? And essentially what that means is you get a license to carry a concealed weapon. It means a, a weapon that is hidden. And why I'm bringing this up, because on Thursday, the Supreme Court passed the, uh, no, they didn't pass, they upheld a law that's basically saying that people can carry weapons in public. I mean, they can show the weapon that they had. Which was a big deal when it comes to black people because y'all remember the Black Panthers? Yes. And you know where they created? In Oakland, the town where I come from, where I was born. You feel me? And they had their weapons open and shit like that. And, and they were fighting this law called Mufford Law or Mufford Act. And this act was basically saying like it, it made it it made it harder to have your weapons out publicly. You feel me? And a lot of people in the Black Panthers was going to jail because of this shit. Even though goddamn groups like the KKK and the white nationalist cocksuckers had their weapons out all proudly and open. Strict ass laws was happening in California when it comes to guns, and it was really to attack, you know, black groups like the Black Panthers. And why I'm bringing this up because now gun laws are being retracted, which goes into the the carry concealed weapon license. This kind of puts spotlight, like I said, on New York and California to be like, um, what y'all gonna do about this? Cause now if it's legally federally where like you could have your gun out in public, what's the point of having a concealed weapon license? You just have your shit out in the open, like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> you feel me? So, and another thing is they're trying, in certain parts of California, like, you know, Sacramento, I think Bakersfield, areas like that, little, little more rural areas, 
they're getting rid of this uh this good Samaritan or good well, let me get the right the right lingo for good cause act, which basically says that for you to get a a, a CCW, you need to have a good cause to get this. You feel me? They're trying to get rid of that, which makes it easier to buy a gun legally. Now, they're still doing things like fingerprints, background checks. You know, you still need that. That's where the, where they need to concentrate on making stronger. These background checks, these the fingerprints, and the, the mental stability of the person buying the weapon. You feel me? So that's why they got this, uh, the good cause. They're trying to erode that. Certain places like San Francisco and stuff like that, they're still on the opposite spectrum. They're like, hell no. We don't want no gizons ever. They like <laughs> Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Time crisis. <laughs> Call of Duty. We don't want no gizons. No MP4s. No AR-15. No deuce deuce. No Desert Eagles. Oh yeah, y'all didn't think I knew I knew about guns and shit. <laughs> y'all better stiz up. Don't let this goofiness fool you. <laughs> but yeah, rulings like this, like it weakens, you know, the whole thing of a CCW. Cause it's like it's when I have a CCW when you have your gun out in public. And the thing about it, a lot of there's a lot of theories on it. Theories is like, oh, the guns out in public is going to be more violence. People showing their guns and stuff like that. Personally, what I think is the opposite of that. It's going to deter a lot of criminals. It's going to deter a lot of violence. Just think in your brain, you see somebody with that strap, bow right on the hip. They you ain't about to be doing no crazy stuff. Probably why I like they probably mad mad friendly in Texas. Hey, I've been hearing it's really friendly out there in Texas. People, people they got their little handgun, their little pocket showing. They said, how you do, neighbor? How you doing today? Other, the other neighbor got the gun and they left side. They're like, how you doing, Greg? Yeah, feel me? What's up with you? Yeah, because they see the strap. Ain't no time for no bull malarkey. I think it might have the opposite effect. And that's why black people are buying more guns legally. Just think, bro. You see that white mayonnaise monkey racist. See that you got the strap on your hip. You think he gonna do something crazy? Hell to the nizzle. That gun is like an equalizer of crazy. Message. It's straighten up crazy real quick. <laughs> are you think black people... In, in, in our neighborhoods, or them crimin the criminals out there in the black neighborhoods, you think they gonna be messing with good Samaritans if they got that gun publicly showing? Nah, uh-uh. Uh-uh. They don't go after hard targets. They go after soft targets. And it's gonna be making more hard targets. And that's why it's increasingly going up in numbers that black women are buying guns. Mm. Hard targets. Shout out to Taisha Six, you feel me? Oh yeah, congrats on you, your pregnancy too. You feel me? Round of applause, you feel me? I'm, I mean, y'all go check out her channel and shit, you feel me? She, 
she tells you how to properly use a gun. She's really an advocate on uh, gun, you know, black women having guns and how to use them properly for your protection. Taisha, I see you. You feel me? She's getting back on YouTube, too. She's dropping videos. I appreciate that. But, yes. You think that criminal going to fuck, fuck that person they see that gun on the hood? Hell no. This might bring crime down. Certain crimes. <laughs> you feel me? But, yeah. I, I, I'm seeing the increase of, like, black gun groups and black people talking about owning a firearm legally for your protection. I don't care what nobody say. I like this. I like what I like I like this portion, you feel me? And this is being swept under the rug because of the whole Roe versus Wade ruling that happened on Friday. Nobody talk about what happened on Thursday when the Supreme Court decided on this. You sweep right under that rug, that dirty ass white rug. Getting swept under. I'm here to bring it to the forefront. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. I got this off sources like Los Angeles Times. I looked at a couple like they had um a Bakersfield uh Times article. It ain't called Bakersfield Times. It's the Bakersfield local newspaper. I saw a Sacramento. Uh, I read up on the Sacramento local newspaper and stuff like that too. So that's where I got my sources from when it came to this. And this just needs to be brought up more, you feel me? Black people out there, strap up legally. Yeah. Yeah. It is our motherfucking constitutional right, Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. Yeah. It's increasing by citizens, taxpayers, black people. Numbers going up. Of us getting guns legally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alright. On that note. Get this out of here. Alright, y'all know, you know, I got another segment. You know how I do my segments. You know I love this segment right here. And we're about to get into the Sam segment. And today, we gotta talk about a show. That's on season three. And I love this show. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. And since I'm a stat teacher, let me hit you with the damn stats. IMDb gave it an 8.1. And Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 83%. The People gave it a 92%. This week... I will say, frick y'all. When I say frick y'all, that's a good thing. That means y'all align with my thinking. Mm-hmm. This came out June 22nd, 2022. The first episode came out, actually, you know what? First episode came out February 15th, 2019. So a day after Valentine's Day. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. And uh, I really... I really like this season, but I had a couple gripes. I did have a couple of gripes. Okay. Couple of my gears were grinded. What? Is that a pausable moment? <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. 
the creators of this show was Steve Blackman and Jeremy Slater. Oh, and they made it known that they created this. They are created by these two. Created by. Created by. Yeah. We know, okay? We know y'all created this. In the cast, it consisted of, you know, Aiden Gallagher. He was number five. Elliot Page. He was she or he. Hmm. Hmm. Was Victor Hargrave. But they, t they had a name change. Because in the first two seasons, it was, uh, was like Vicky or something. They changed the name. Went from like Vic or Ricky to Victor. Whatever. We about to say Victor Hargrave. And they are Hargraves because they all are considered related. If you watch the first season, y'all go watch season one, season two. Y'all understand the Umbrella Academy. They're all one. The, the older dude, he adopted these kids with these superpowers. And they, they got them all related. So I ain't going to keep calling them Hargrave. It's Victor. You got Robert Shahan, Klaus, and that's the... Spiritual, uh, not of this world, motherfucker. <laughs> Tom Hopper, Luther, big buff monkey looking motherfucker. Then you got Emma Raver, and this is Allison, <laughs> the beautiful black queen. And this season, she was so hateful and vengeful, and she had every reason and every right to be. And I'm gonna expound on. And they had hella others, you feel me? They had, now they had Ben. Ben in season one and two. Other brother Kyle loved him. He was dead. And Klaus was the only one that could find him. But in this season, you feel me? They went, because they time travel. They time jump. That's the premise is like, they're jumping through time from time, trying to save the world. And this time jump they went to, they actually bumped into, you know, you know, uh, they call them the Sparrow Academy. It's kind of like their doppelganger, but not. Because in this world, all their moms are dead. You feel me? Except for Ben's. Hmm, interesting. Just, I'll just, I'll just put that together. Ben's mom wasn't dead. Wow. But in this, this unit, Ben is a total asshole. Justin H.M. is played by Ben. He was a total wanker. Yeah, I said wanker because he was. And um, they jumped into this timeline and the Sparrows are like, they, they, they kind of like the Instagram family. You know, like the Instagram relationship where it looked good all on Instagram and everybody looked happy and it looked like, oh, everybody's having a great time. No, and behind closed door, the Sparrow family was in shambles. They argued all the time, just like the Umbrella Academy. But the Umbrella Academy, they wore their emotions on their sleeves. They was out there with their dysfunction. Sparrow Academy, they hid their dysfunction. And so, they got in this timeline. And the reason why Allison is so pissed off is because she was told in this timeline she was going to be able to see her daughter. And, nope, she lost her daughter and she lost her husband. Through the jumps of the timeline. So she vengeful. She is hateful. Oh, wee. And like, you know, man. She got every right to be that way. They ain't trying to pick the, the angry black woman. Oh, man. Fuck that shit, bro. And no, that was one of my one of my gripes, but I was like, it's understandable. Another one of my gripes? 
How you gonna do the black man like that, bruh? He got killed in the first 15 minutes of the goddamn first episode of season three. I see what y'all did there. Uh-huh. Steve, Steve Blackman and Jeremy Slider. Come on, bruh. I was hyped. I was like, damn, he the number one of this universe. Oh, man. He the leader. Wasn't for too long because they killed his ass. And the way he got killed because what happened was them jumping through time created this paradox. And it was just like this inverse black um, black hole in a sense. And the uh, their, their mother, their mother was a cyborg. And the mother was like, this is God. This is the voice of God. Da, da. And a black dude came down there, touched it, and it just obliterated it. And every time, like, the it sent out, like, a wave. And each wave was getting stronger. But it was, like, destroying people. And just basically, it was re reversing time, in a sense. So they were going against that. They had to try to stop that. And then their, uh, their father who was played by this old nigga named, um, who was a father? Where is that? You feel me? Uh, where's old, old, old bastard at? Damn. I can't find him. Anyway, we're going to call him Old Man Jenkins. Oh, <laughs> old Man Jenkins, right? You In this time, in this universe, he was like getting drugged up by the sparrows because his plan was to, uh, essentially, he was trying to just take over the world with this group. So they was drugging him up so he wouldn't do this. But um, Klaus, which, Klaus in the first two seasons, weakest motherfucker out of all of them. He just could see dead people and talk to him. But he was mad weak. And this season, he found out he had other powers where he could come back from the dead. And actually bring other people back from the dead in short periods of time. Which I'm like, okay. And he he figured this out through old man Jenkins in this in the other universe in this universe. And and like he weaned them off the drugs and stuff like that. And like, you know, you thought you thought bro, old man Jenkins was cool, but he wasn't. He had his own plan. He was just using everybody. Just like he was in the Umbrella Academy uh timeline universe. He was an asshole. Damn. Is white fathers assholes? Is that what they trying to tell us? Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah. But then, like, okay, another reason why Allison is freaking mad, because everybody else, like, they found love. You feel me? Tom Luther finally found love. This new character, Sloan, you know what I mean? Found love with her. You feel me? And then you had Diego... Diego, who's played by David uh, Castaneda, he already had love with um, with uh, Leela, who's played by Rita. And Leela, you know, they, they got their own strange relationship. And see, yo, that was another thing that was f***ed up, though. They brought, she brought a kid from one of the universes, and they used this, this time travel thing. They used a briefcase, these uh, briefcases, which is like, you know, they're scattered throughout these... Uh, time loops and shit and she brought a child from one of her friends and the child ended up being dead killed by the voice of god apparently apparently it's the voice of god it's basically the inverse black hole 
shooting his ways. But they didn't even after Brett, after the little kid got dead, they didn't even mention nothing about it. And Rita brought brought him back, trying to play like kind of a joke on Dago. Talk about, yeah, this is your kid. I jumped travel 12 years. Da, da, da. You feel me? But like Leela's crazy because they she they met in the mental institution. So but it's not it it, it wasn't Dago's kid, but Leela's pregnant with Dago's kid, and she was just testing bruh to see if he'd be a good father. Crazy, right? Yeah, insane. Yeah. But then Allison is seeing all this love. And she don't got her love. I'll be pissed off too. And then in this season, you had a uh, number five. And number five has always been the same. It's like number five is this basically this old it was well, spirit is old, but it's in the body of a 13-year-old and it's never changed and stuff like that. And he's the one that's like headstrong and is always on the goal to like saving the universe and stuff. And they were able to fix one of the briefcases, but they was only able to uh, time jump uh, just a couple times. And he time jumped into the future to meet his future older self, which he was like in some incubator or whatever and just halfway dead. And then when he talked to him, like he died, but gave him some clues like, don't say the universe is time. And like he cut off the tattoo and then got to meet up with they old monkey friend, which in this this I'm gonna call it the sparrow the sparrow time loop. The sparrow time loop, the old monkey dude was kicked out of the damn academy because he knew old man Jenkins' plans, and bro wasn't having it. So the the monkey dude was like, "Here, y'all sparrows, give him these drugs, cause he ain't up to no good. Give him and sedate him, and y'all take over." So that's what happened. And then number five went over to him, figured out the plan and stuff like that. And so got back to him and was like, bro, old man Jenkins, you bullshit. And old man Jenkins was like, oh, bro, I'm chilling, bro. I ain't doing that. And then also Victor. Victor probably one of the most powerful uh, goddamn people in this show. And, you know, she, he is starting to find his identity. And like, you know, he kind of sad too because he lost his love, but not as sad as Allison. And they're bickering. It's like a real family. It's like real life stuff. It's like ups and downs, peaks and valleys. They arguing, they're vindictive, they're finding love, they're losing love. They're just, one minute they happy, next minute they mad. They trying to kill each other. Then they trying to save each other. It's wow. All at the same time, they trying to save the world. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's basically the plot. That that's the plot in a nutshell. They're trying to save the world, and they're a bickering family. The Sparrows a bickering family, and the Umbrella Academy bickering family. But then it's like all types of shit where like they gotta try to work together, but they're backstabbing each other while they're doing it, and you know. At the end of the day, they say they they do save the world, and how they save the world is because it's in this one room where it has a secret compartment door, or whatever, and it's in like I think it was in um what was it eighteen sixty three? One of them dates 
uh, old man Jenkins was like trying to kill these uh, these entities or whatever. I don't know, trying to kill them. And once you kill them, you you reverse the goddamn black hole shit or whatever. Or whatever. That was his whole plan. He wanted to kill them things. And Dago was the first one to find uh, them and got his goddamn fingers chopped off. You feel me? CT? Because these things are powerful. And all it was, it was like kind of like an inverse of their world. And how you figure that out is because you had this one little like um, what's they call it? Taxidermy or whatever. Whatever. It had like a goat thing in the Sparrow's world and then when you went through the pain and shit you went to, you, you end up in the same room, but everything was ass backwards. That was the joke. Because you saw the ass end of the damn uh, freaking goat thing. And that was the funny thing. Because, like, it, it was ass backwards. Everything was ass backwards and shit. And then you went you went into the lobby and shit. There's nobody in there. And it had a thing. And it said, don't ring the bell. And as soon as you ring the bell, that's when these things come out. And the, the hotel was alive itself because, like... You uh, you go through these goddamn tunnels or these walls, and then you end up into another floor and stuff like that. So, at, it was some wild shit, okay? <laughs> but yeah, this had comedy too. And brother kind of always had comedy. You feel me? It, it it had freaking funny moments. But the thing about it was, old man Jenkins tricked. Not only the whole group of the Umbrella Academy, but also the Sparrow Academy. And to deviate his planning, and how he did this was, he essentially killed Luther. He killed Luther and tried to bring the, a family together that way. Because at first he was trying to bring the family together through marriage, didn't work. Then he tried to bring the family together through a funeral, through Luther. Still didn't really work that well. You feel me? But they, they was like, alright, we about to do it for Luther. And then... Old man Jenkins ended up killing Cloth. But Cloth could come back to life. So he came back to life and kind of told the whole gang, like, nah, he up to no good. This motherfucker bullshit. And that's what happened. But they still end up taking out his, doing his plan. They, they still did his plan at the end of the day. And then they uh ended up find like finding another briefcase through one of the time loops. And through that briefcase, they ended up jumping to another uh, another time frame. And this time frame now, they done lost all their powers. Uh, Luther lost his love because Sloan is not there. Because I think it doesn't exist. Ben is actually alive in this time loop. And at the end of the day, black love prevails. Because Allison not only got her kid back, but got her husband back. And her husband was in a past time loop, and her kid was in a future time loop. And now they're together. Oh, black love prevailed. I'll take it back. I'll take my gripes back, Steve Blackman and Jerry, Jeremy Slater. I see what you did there. Black love prevails. It never fails. Love it. But that was the end. Which basically is going to lead off to is going to be another season. Because there's still a lot of questions that didn't really get answered. 
You know what I mean? So we need those answers. The Umbrella Academy. Oh my goodness, season three. You feel me? I didn't I didn't talk about season one or two. Y'all go watch that yourself. They got other people on there and like it's me explaining season three. You might not understand certain things I'm saying because it stands for season one and season two. But I tried my best, goddammit. Alright? Woo! Man, it was so good. The action was good. The sci-fi was good. The storyline was good. The color palace was good. The the direction of the film was good. It was it was good. Magnificent. You know what y'all get? Hand claps. Mm. All right, man. Y'all y'all know how I am, man. I don't encourage y'all or discourage y'all from watching a film or a show. Or listening to an album. I just give my opinion on it. And if you take it, cool. If not, whatever. Once again, that was The Umbrella Academy. Season 3. On Netflix. Booyah. Alright, enough of the umbrellas. Let's get into, you know what time it is. And it's the time that I like. It is mean time. Oh my god, and I got some juicy memes for y'all. Ubers! Alright, so I talked about the Umbrella Academy, and I had to get an Umbrella Academy meme! And it got claws. And yes, claws at times can be dirty. And it reads nobody. Claws Hargriffs. Hey, did I tell you guys about the time I waxed my ass with chocolate pudding? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think he said this line too. Oh my God. God damn. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Waxing your ass with chocolate pudding? Now that's insane. Inappropriate, inappropriate, terrible. <sighs> All right, man. So you know, the topic, topic was uh today about you know, guns and stuff. You feel me? And um, some people think that you know the showing of guns, having guns publicly shown, is going to bring what this meme is saying. And in the meme is Batman. He got his fist like this. And then all it got is like, you know, when you got the iPhone and you have the click on, click off thing. And it just read violence. Yeah. I think the showing the guns is going to be the opposite. It's going to bring less violence because people ain't going to be with each other like that. But, uh, Batman was a violent motherfucker. What? He didn't even let you get a chance to speak. He didn't care if your gun was uh, shown publicly. He just whooped your ass. Jesus Christ. He whooped everyone's ass. He was an ass-kicking machine with his gadgets and gadgets. Hell, even he had a gun shown publicly. His little doop-doop thing that flying through the goddamn walls and stuff with his utility belt. 
God damn. <laughs> yeah, bro, what's, why is Batman so violent? Oh, we know why is Batman so violent. Because his parents got murdered by a criminal. Just think if they had a gun shown out. You think that criminal would have robbed him? I don't think so. Message. Think about it. Alright, man, you know I just talked about a show on Netflix and uh <laughs> I think Netflix, man, they um their time's just numbered. Cause they're doing a lot of dumb shit. Damn. Trying to stop people from sharing their subscription. Trying to show ads like commercials now. You're too late. You can't do it. But uh it got a uh, it got this it looked like a character from um from Blue's Clues or something. <laughs> but they got a businessman in his Photoshop. Like the head of the character from like a Blue's Clues character or something. I don't know, but he's looking all like. <clears throat> and it reads. Netflix makes a skip intro button. The people who spent 45 hours making the intro. Damn. <laughs> they looking like, really? You gonna have to skip intro and I put all this. Hard work to skip the intro. You know what, people? You know what, creators of these shows and stuff? I don't skip the intro. It's okay. I don't skip it. All right? <laughs> I don't skip it, bro. I know y'all work hard on that intro. Hella hard. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> yeah, bro. Stop skipping intros. Stop skipping intros. That's going to be one of my policies. I'm running for politician, bro. 2026. Vote for me. The Yellow Party. Stop skipping intros. That's one of my policies. <laughs> I know them motherfuckers mad. Like, damn. You spent all this goddamn money and hard work for an intro. And y'all just go, skip right to the show. Mm. 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 Some of y'all might skip my intro. <laughs> I dare you. Damn. All right, man. Shit. Hey, man. Hey, I appreciate y'all. If y'all watching it or if y'all listening, y'all give yourself another goddamn hand claps. If the kids are watching, at least they learning. Like I said, I appreciate y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful to the in-betweeners. Once again, I'm your lovely host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic. Look, man. For my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video or the channel booming. But like all the other tubers say, I do need to tell y'all to sub and share and like them comments. Or is it like and comments? Whatever. Y'all know what they say. From our potters out there. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. And I'm on SoundCloud. Across all platforms. All you gotta do is type in Kamal Johnson ENT. Or the gab. Booyah! I'll pop right up. I'd like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the Fire Ass Garments. It's made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. And if it look good on me, it's going to look good on your in-between ass. Okay?
On that note, I'm out of here. One thing black people do got to take into consideration is, is that we start buying these guns legally, they might start making laws against us for us buying these things legally. Is that, you know what I mean, the Black Panthers? You see how they did them? <laughs> this was a game. This was a game.